Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it is. What is going on, everybody out there? How are you doing? We are so happy to be here. What a weekend. Woo! We've got we've, we've got a, just an action-packed show here. We've got an 80s action film of a show right now. Oh, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. This is actually a 90s movie, but I had mentioned on Twitter uh, over the weekend that I love during an action movie when a bad guy gets shot off of a balcony and or scaffolding. Oh, and does and, and they flop over and they, they flop. Ah, it. Yeah, they, they, they don't just like crumple because like you would think when someone gets shot multiple times, maybe they fall backwards. Right. Or they just fall directly to the ground. They're dead. They always have to flip over the front. It's I, like they're just, you know. I love, I love it too when like the the movie was like maybe a little bit lower on the budget, and it was a, it was a bit of a budge vic, mm. and uh, like the shot of like the body falling off the balcony, they just do it real quick, and you can tell it's just a dummy thrown over. That's the best. Yeah, and they, so, like, they couldn't afford the stunt man. Yeah, it was it was Bad Boys that I was watching the first one. The Bad best, Boys. The best one. Well, we're, the best we're, one. we'll talk some Will Smith today. Oh, see? <laughs> we, might, we might hit on that. See what I did there? We might hit on that. I don't know. Might hit on that. <laughs> My dog just just getting everybody just when you thought we were sleeping. Mm. But um, uh, rate, uh, rate, subscribe, review, guys. Go tell a friend. Actually, you know what? You know what I want you guys, you know what your assignment this week is? This week, I want you to go up to a friend that you know that does not listen to the pod, and I want you to fucking slap them. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. And then say, you need to, you're fucking up and you need to listen. Yeah, I like that. So go out, uh, tell your friends, uh, uh, slap that like button out there, slap that subscribe button, because, uh, you know, we are family. See, I'm going to do the opposite. So Alex wants you to go tell a friend and then slap them. <laughs> I want you to go tell an enemy. I want you to pick that person that, you know, you have a blood oath vendetta against. And I want you to pick that person. And that's who I want you to tell. Okay. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Do that one. Cause that's yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do a friend. No, do both. You know what? Yeah. One or the other. You pick. Yeah, whoever you think would be a, a good would be a good fan. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that though. Uh, yeah, we had a uh, we had. What you do? Did you do anything this weekend? Uh, I, I had a bit of a low key weekend. So we've been traveling a lot. Got another fucking wedding this weekend coming up. You're almost. You're all. You're you're, you're almost. Free. Yeah. You're, you're ATL. What to do? I'm coming to see you very soon. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I touch down, it's on. Woo! What's um, what's first? What's on the docket? What's for? I mean, I we know all of the normal ones. You know, you'll you'll hit up a Waffle House while you're there on the way out. You'll do a varsity thing probably. She's gonna try to do that. That's always a tough negotiation. I feel with like wifey. the wifey is not into varsity. No. No, at no, all no no which no, no. i won't even like sit here and badmouth it because it's that's a, the normal reaction for a wife to have about that uh, that establishment i think yeah and you know sunday morning after uh, there's nothing worse in the world than the sunday travel back home hungover gotta go to the airport there's nothing worse than that yes so i don't know if i want to stuff that essentially just garbage that's delicious 
right in my cho hole. Well, I if if and tell me if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, I I feel like whenever we when we went to Atlanta, we would we always we whenever we when we got we were in college, guys, we would go to Atlanta quite frequently, and every time we left, we always stopped at the varsity, literally on the way out of town. Yeah. And if for what if if you don't know, Jordan, please explain the varsity to the listeners that don't know what we're talking about. It is the light at the end of the tunnel. It is. It is. It's, Spielberg me, yeah, baby. Spielberg yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Today, guys, today, as you know, the Oscars just occurred. It's going to be a cinematic production it all is. day long. All day. Uh, it is. I don't. Every, every city probably has a version of this restaurant. It is the classic Chili Chi Dog, Chili Chi Burg. Beautiful fries and the orange freeze, which is the most. I wouldn't say every city has it though, because this they're every they're a factory. City. Yeah, it's it's very well known. This isn't like a little hole in the wall place. No, and the main one that we go to always, right there on seventy five eighty five, like in the center of uh, of Atlanta, is like I don't really know how to describe it. I'm just gonna professionally tease it as you got to go try it. Yeah, it's the Varsity. It's in Atlanta. Like you said, they literally only sell chili cheese dogs, chili cheese, like burgers, fries, fries or rings. Yeah. And like you got and you got to get the orange. Orange, uh, orange freeze. Orange freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, I don't really think there's anything else on the menu. No, nothing worth you, you know, considering for sure. Yeah. So, and so to get back to what I was saying was I think that we always knew that we knew what we were doing to ourselves. Then we always do it on purpose. We're like, yes, we're going to feel like shit after this. Like, I remember like one time, like Scott was like, we had to pull over. He was like barfing it up. Like, cause we definitely, were, cause we were feeling, he was feeling like so hungover and he just had chili, chili in his, like in his gut yeah. on a drive back, like a six hour drive back to Jacksonville. But that was the point. Like we were right. going to be suffering in the car together. We yeah. might as well just cram another chili chi dog. In there. And remember, I think we would always make every single year. We would always make the joke of like, you know the farts are going to be bad in the car. I remember, we would always say and we're, the windows we're locking, have to stay up. The windows have to stay up. We would say, but remember, we no one would ever really. We, and, and, and then at the end of the trip, we would all like look at each other like and just like be disappointed, like because none of us yeah. farted like one, like one time, maybe one person like one time. Yeah, it was always one of those where our, our expectations were way higher than the result, and we just you know. But I think our bodies were just running on such low efficiency <laughs> I, that it didn't have the ability to like you know squeeze any any farts out like it needed to keep every part of it in just running the show yeah it's basically like a car that you put gasoline in it but the engine is so fucked up that the gasoline really just needs to attend to the engine and there's no fumes coming no wipers the wipers do not work yeah yeah that was it so uh all right so you'll stop you maybe probably not but hopefully fingers crossed you'll maybe get a varsity in there hopefully uh claremont lounge and wahoo claremont. always on my on my hit list uh, are you gonna are you, family uh, do wedding? You feel, do so. you feel good about maybe being able to hit up Claremont, or maybe might not be able to squeeze it? Um, with the cousins I'm staying with, they're the they're the wild cousins. Okay. So yeah, I think there's a good chance. Sweet yeah. Harley, or is you saying uh, Harley? Aaron, is, is he coming? His younger sister, yeah, and Jules, I think, is staying with us. So shout out to them. You're gonna uh, see uh, the you're gonna see uh, Tay Tay Trouble and the boys. Yep. Yeah, Coleman gang getting together on Friday. Sweet. Um, Give them my best. Yeah, so it's going to be a, a good, fun-filled weekend for sure. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. So we got that coming up. Um, 
let's uh let's get into the show let's let's dive right in i want to i'm interested to hear your opinion on thievery corporation um because it was uh it was a, it was a curveball if you will I think that you think it was more of a curveball than it actually was. I mean, genre-wise, because we just never we've never done that genre before. No, but you and I, um, I, I think you'll like it in, in the hip hop in college. But just in general, in college, like that's when we were really into a lot of the Jay Dilla, Madlib, um, hypnotic, you know, type beats, Al- Alchemist, yeah. and just a lot of that stuff where it was strictly hip like hip hop instrumentals. And we got yes, really, we got yes. really into those where That's true. we weren't really like that is true always listening to hip hop with lyrics That's and stuff. So true. Yeah. So to me, it was right up my alley, and I think you 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 kind of put it together last week where you're like, it's really good background music while you're doing other things. I listened to it. I think like three or four days this week just in the morning like at work yeah i listened to it yesterday as i was doing some gardening like it's great just you don't really want to think about what you want to play right now but you can always throw that on it it'll always be good yeah because do you ever do you ever run into like when you're like especially for me when i'm at work like i'll i'll like want to listen to like maybe an artist or like whatever a genre of music and i'll put it on and then I'll be like, oh, I can't work to this because like I'm 100%. listening to the lyrics or the or like, you know, the music's penetrating a little too much, like through my, yeah, like my or it's thinking. just not appropriate or something. And you're like, I need stuff that's like, yeah, but know, I want something pop. there that I can still like that it will drive me like through like throughout this work day. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah. And this is that. And Thievery Corporation for sure kind of brought back those fond memories of of really getting into those types of of artists and beats and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was totally up my alley. They'll th- their name I think is also for better or worse misleading as to what type of music it will. Oh, let's get into that. What would Thievery you? Corporation sounds to me, like a metal band. No, <laughs> like I, a, I was thinking like early two thousands emo band. Okay, right. I, I feel like now that we're doing it, like I feel like they could. I feel like they could sound like. I feel like they could sound like a reggae band. It could be uh, a reggae yeah. band. I feel like you could. They could probably be like anything. And, and, and shout out to Bro. Bro actually sent me a uh, 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 an album of theirs that's like all reggae. So I listen to that one. Radio or er, no? It's uh, uh, it's not radio. I and I. Yeah, I and I. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I checked that one out too. That was a little bit on the newer side. Yeah, and Dubby and like it kind of mixes in a lot of like the King Tubby influences mm-hmm. with the whole dub stuff. Yeah. So it was uh, certainly something I thought was not going to be that, and I definitely enjoyed it. So I yeah. would say definitely, it's just great working music. You know, you're cleaning something where. You, you're doing something and you just need something and you don't want to have any anxiety about having to pick something. Yeah. You just toss that on. Thievery, thievery is, yeah, they were a huge part of my life, especially early on when I, like, especially when I got my turntables, when I, because when I started like getting the, the two turntables and the mixer when I was, uh, fucking whatever, I was like 13 years old. You when back then, like this was, I think I got my, I got it right before uh, high school. So I think I was about 12 years old when I got like the DJ shit. And back then, 12 years old. So that means it was, it was 19, probably like 1998, 99 or something like that. Um, and, the record stores aren't like how they are now. Back then, like in the '90s, the record stores, like you, any record store you walked into down here, especially, 
it was just drum and bass, trance music, 12 inches of like disco mixes, like jungle music, jungle music, bass music, drum and bass music. Like those were the genres. In, yeah, well, it was like there the were beats and stuff like there, that. And then there would be one section of like hip hop. Yeah. And like in there, and it was a very small section. And in there, it would be like, you know, Lil Wayne and stuff. It wouldn't even be like Biggie or like Big Daddy Kane. It would be like the hip hop that just came out like in 1998. Yeah. And it would be like that 12 inch of like the front, and the back has the instrumental, on the front is like the vinyl radio has, version. Vinyl, like so many other things, it starts to come back and you're like, okay, this is going to be like a year or two fad. And then it'll recede the same way, you know, like other fads did. But it's like vinyl's back in a way that I I find like I would have not predicted that. Like the staying power of how many people enjoy the actual collection of vinyl now. Yeah, because that's really what is like what 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 I'm trying to like paint a picture for the people out there. The record store that I, when I first was going, when I walked in, was for DJs. It wasn't for the regular person. The regular person didn't walk into the record store and get records. Like, the record stores were only for DJs to go in there and grab fucking mixes and stuff uh, so so when they're out playing live. But uh, what I was trying to get at was one, one or the other... Um, uh, mixes or uh, I, mean, I mean genres in the DJ in the, in the stores uh, was trip hop and I always I remember like going in there and being like okay drum it because I didn't know anything about music like the I didn't know about any of these ty- any of these like music genres and stuff. yeah like yeah. so like when I walked in there and like this was the only place that I had in town that I could that could sell me these records that I could use on my you know brand new machines yeah. so it's like I had to live with it yeah so you, you didn't have the luxury of of the choice that yeah you have now. right and yeah. so I remember going in there and like you know as you drum and bass was like you know really trance was like really too crazy for me because i mean i wasn't even close to being into like any type of electronic music at that point yeah so i was just an acquired taste yeah and especially back then like 90s like electronic music bro it was like super housey train like they would be eight minutes of the same rhythm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? yes. like, yeah, it was very There were no drops yeah. <laughs> like yet. Or builds up. Yeah, yeah. so trip hop was always the one genre at the record store that I was like, all right, I can fuck with this. You know, this has got like hip hop, you know, backbeats and like it's got soundscapes that are cool and relaxing and like it was it wasn't as crazy as the jungle and the drum and bass and trance and shit that was like over in the other genres. And so I got into trip hop really bad and thievery was like them, DJ Shadow, like oh, yeah. I was so into that stuff because that was the only thing that I could spin. Yeah, and so like I said, it's just it's definitely something I would recommend, especially if you haven't really delved into that type of stuff before as we're all kind of like working more at home and just doing different things where you love having music on in the background it's the perfect thing for that yeah 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 Mm -hmm. um jordan yes sir uh what did you learn this week (laughs) you got a doozy for me i got yeah I, i think i it's more of the story behind what it is but what i learned this week i'm always worried that we'll have the same one i don't know why um and no. it, o- and it only do, worries you do me not is, have this 
it only worries me until like we get to like the segment. I'm like, as soon as it happens, like I'm like, we have the same. It's one. just Don't an worry. irrational fear all week until the segment starts, and Ye then you're good. Yeah, like no, no, no. I'm good the whole week, but then when the segment starts, it, it hits me. And I'm like, what if we have the same one? Fuck. Because <laughs> we truly don't talk about anything before we get on this this show. It's 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 purely organic on here, which yeah. is like makes I think makes it like the show. hiding things from you is also just like a little like thing that's like great that I keep in my back pocket because now I can spring things on you. Yeah, it's it it is a weird game we play. It is. So I was I actually found this quote uh, this 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 story about what I learned when I was in the airport hungover last uh, Sunday. Um, and just hating life, and I, I found this one, and it, I, I was wondering, what's? let me ask you, what's the longest you've ever spent in an airport? Oh. Like due to a delay or layover? I've had a good, um, I believe it was like 10 hours. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it okay. was a 10-hour one over, it was, yeah, it was overnight. It really was, it wasn't it wasn't we so had to sleep you had to like sleep on the ground it was it wasn't overnight it was like we got like you know we were supposed to leave at like 2 p.m but then like we ended up not getting out until like it was like you know three in the morning or something crazy okay well i, like, found... I remember we went and got drunk and then like then like the chilies like closed and like there then there were no bars on but then we just, i remember just having like hours after that of like coming down and becoming sober just being like this sucks oh my god <laughs> Um, well, I learned about my man, uh, a Chinese man named Wee How long he stay in that terminal? Jingu. How long my dog stay in the terminal? A couple years? My man. Couple decades? My man, um, <laughs> I believe is still currently there. And he has been spending uh, the last 14 years yeah. in the, uh, I believe it's the, the uh, Beijing airport. What's the deal? So... The, the the funny thing was, if I said to you, you know, what what would make you want to live in an airport? What what is going on in your life that basically is so bad and uh, that has driven you to to make this decision? See, I was thinking the only thing I think that would make me want to that would drive me to that decision is that I am just so into planes and airports. <laughs> I, that wish, I don't ever want to be away from it. I, I don't. Would, I don't even know what would drive. I, I mean, I don't think anything could drive. My me guy, we. Uh, it wasn't that. It, it's. I think what would be the answer didn't, of he didn't work. He doesn't work there. No. Okay, that's okay. He that's, straight that's up. Li he actually doesn't have a job. That's a, <laughs> he gets government. Uh, Sub, you know, uh, subsidies. I mean, I don't know why everyone's always knocking on communism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my guy, we has been spending 14 years for what you would expect a nagging wife. <laughs> my man wants to drink and smoke as he pleases and was told living at home with his wife and in-laws. And I think his children that he couldn't do that anymore. And so he said, what every, what every rational male does. He says, guys, I'm leaving, and I'm going to the airport. Leaving on a jet plane, except for I'm not getting on the plane. I'm staying there. Yeah. So <laughs> he's just, he just basically, he it said in the article that he's got like a little uh, little oven or something that he can plug in. I don't know. He's lived in the terminals and shit? In Terminal 2. Yeah. That's his thing. He's probably got a setup, dude. Well, I think I think it's probably like watching movies. He at found night. this weird corner that like no one uses, 
So he just has like a blanket and a little cot. And it actually would be really interesting though to live in an airport because you meet you'll meet a ton if you're like if you're not an introvert. You know what I mean? It actually would be like a lot of fun because you'll meet so many different people. But like everyone leaves you, and like you only get them for like an hour. Like it's an no, see, no, but you'll have that one guy that's always the business guy that you run. Hey, Rick, you going? You going to Vancouver again? Yeah, he's leaving from China to Vancouver. He he does business and he always has to come to China like every month to like you know do whatever it is. So like that's his friend. He's like, yo, we're gonna get a. We're going to go to Chili's. We're going to get an awesome blossom tonight. You know, like a Chili's. Like, you know it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so my man only lives 12 miles from the airport. But he's been spending the last 14 years there just drinking and smoking as he pleases. That's the most important part. And that's the, 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 the main focus of his life. And that's why the airport, no one bothers him. I like the idea that, like, you know, the wife and kids, like, every so often, you know, they book a flight. And like they run into him, and he's like, "Oh, hey, where are you guys going?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, like he's totally going to cool. Shanghai. Totally cool with his situation. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh shit! It was good to see you. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 when do you get back? Yeah. We'll have lunch. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly. The, the kids come back. They bring them like you know a shot glass from wherever they visited or something. <laughs> you know, like. Exactly. Now you might be thinking to yourself, oh, fourteen years. That's a fucking long time. He's been there since two thousand. He's got to have a setup though. Yeah, but you might be thinking to yourself, that's got to be the longest. No, you buried the lead. It's not. Little M. Night Shyamalan twist for me here. You like that? Uh, (laughs) I mean, you are Spielberg in this whole episode, aren't you? (laughs) Mehran Karimi Nasiri from Iran. He, uh, in the, it was, um, when was this? He was, in 1977, he he was like, all right, peace out. I'm getting out of here. I got like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over to the UK. Okay. So he lands in France to then go to the UK, and he gets into the airport. But basically, they take him off the flight, and they're like, "You can't go to the United you can't go to the United Kingdom, but you're here in France, but you can't go to France either." So wait, he was just wait. Oh, you can't step out. You yeah. You, you can't, can't leave the airport. Foot. You can't leave the airport, but you can't go to that country. But you can't come to our country either. You just have to stay in the airport. And he's like, I'm not going back. Exactly. And he, and he refuses to go anywhere else. Yeah. He, he wants- wanted to go to the UK. And basically, um, he was just stuck in limbo. It was well, like this did, weird. He was, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say why he, he wasn't allowed to go to the UK? Or do you, or? I think he was just, he just wanted a better life. He was like, no, why wasn't he? Why did France say no? Um, I don't know. I, it didn't. I think because Tim- he was coming from Iran. That was definitely like part of it. Originally. He's coming from Iran. So hmm. don't he, you just like book book another one to like Luxembourg and then pop over to UK after? But they won't let him get on a plane. Oh, that's right. Okay, yep. But he can't leave. I thought you I thought you said oh, they're not allowed to go. But he can't leave the airport either. What the fuck are they doing? So he got kind of France, like, you've made this mess now. You yeah. fucking you, <laughs> so, you made this bed. Now you gotta lie in it. There was all these conditions offered to him over the years. But basically, he's like, I'm not fucking not going to the United Kingdom. I don't want to stay in France. I'm not going to Belgium. And my man's spent 18 years at the airport. Did he die there? How did it end? Did so, he, like, did I, I need to know the ending, man. So the only, I am on the, the edge only, of my seat. The only reason he ever even left was not by his own accord. From Iran? No, no, no. From the airport. 
Oh. He got sick and needed to be admitted to the hospital. While he was in the hospital, they basically figured some things out. And eventually, we have a happy ending. My man gets to the United Kingdom. Fuck yeah, dude. And there he lives. That's a good this, movie. To this very day. That's there a was g- a movie made loosely based called The Terminal. Steven Spielberg, I believe, paid him $250,000. Oh, that Tom for, Hanks plays? I don't know. Haven't seen it. You have never seen The but Terminal? It's, but it's also, I don't think... One it, of Tom Hanks' best best ones. It's said that basically it's loosely based on that. It's not like a direct, like, everything you in this movie. You would love The Terminal. It's okay. so good. Really? Yes, dude. It's guys living at the airport. He's shaking and moving. There's a little romance in there. Like, you got You would love The Terminal. Guess where it came from? My guy. From... This this guy. Oh yeah yeah it yeah was yeah based yeah, on yeah, his yeah. Story. So, uh, all I can say is there's nothing more that I love than spending as little time in the airport as possible. Oh my I god! I cannot imagine any of either of these. You know, we we talked about our friend who spent like thousands of days on the uh, on the on the ocean. This is another story of survival, in my opinion. I would have murdered myself by now. Dude, I don't know why they don't, they haven't, like, we haven't addressed these airports and the conditions. They have it, they have it set up in a way for it to be uncomfortable for you. The seating, everything, like, the, the security, like, you go, like, the lines and, like, the Can't options smoke of food. cigarettes in my face anymore. Yeah, like, it's like, you guys need to set this up, like, you know, you need to go talk to, like, Hilton and, like, Marriott and, like, set it up like a lobby, like, situation or something. Yeah, I don't billion, know. Billion dollar idea right there. High end spacious airport only certain people allowed in like and they have enough planes to make especially it for like this it's the seating thing for me it's like they have all of these and i get it like you know why you gotta, is it because you're a big motherfucker well they're just uncomfortable seats and mm-hmm. and my, honestly you know what my biggest thing is is the, the person you better hope there's not a person sitting right behind you because you guys are knocking back of the heads yeah you're not I, you know how many times noggins. i knocked the back of somebody's head while i was sitting in those seats you're knocking noggins i mean i i guess i guess my noggin be moving but like i've i've so many times hit Got I, a big noggin clock someone in the back and i turn around and be like yo you good like I, i'm a little concussed yeah exactly yeah well like so you don't yeah you're not going to spend any time in the airport either so that is what i learned this week mm-hmm. alex what did you learn this week okay um i have another tale for you i have another uh i have another story from the uh the uh the 18th century is okay. it, right the 18th century means it's the 1700s right yes. not, is that how, yes. is that how yes. it works yes. yeah yes. it's always one ahead of what it actually yeah is. okay all right. The year was 1726, and the story was that of an English woman by the name of Mary Toft, who had given birth to 17 rabbits. What? Doctors did not believe Mary until they saw her deliver rabbit parts with their own eyes. As publicity grew around the Toft and her spawn, doctors from the royal household came to see for themselves. It wasn't until several months later that it was then discovered that Toft's husband had been purchasing baby bunnies on the sly and that the whole thing was revealed to be a hoax. And it turns out Mary Toft had been self-inserting the animal parts that she delivered. Mm. Her confession mentions money as a possible motivator, but the reasoning behind her uh, her her scheme will likely never be fully grasped. 
on what site did you see this? Um, HiddenRabbitSecrets.org. <laughs> it was. I couldn't. I was. It's. You know. You know how like. You know how when you all week you're looking for. You know what did you learn this week? And then one just appears. You go. That's it. Yep. That's the. That's the one. Yeah. It's it the was money this maker. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. People been fucking buck wild for a while. It's yeah. not just now. No. And that's that was what I that was kind of the what I wanted to wrap up that story with was you guys think that like, you know, people are crazy now, they've been done. They they've been they've been doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Know? This is just uh it's just a regurgitation of all that same craziness. Yeah. And like the other back the other thing like backstory I read about it too was this woman was just obsessed with rabbits and bunnies. Like she was a farmer. She's like the Carol Baskin of bunnies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah mm, she I'm was out. just like obsessed to the point where like, this is where it went to. Anyone that likes anything that much is a giant red flag for me. Yes. Like I don't care if it's something that's like good natured. Like if you're, you know, one of those weird fucking adult Disney lovers or anyone like that, like. It doesn't matter. There, everything is good in moderation. Like whatever you like is great. You can even love it. But when it just takes over your life and now you're, you know, you're, you're stuffing rabbits up your up your shit. No, I, I you've I, gone too far. I wonder just the scene of that because you have to obviously appear pregnant. So she either like had a gut or she like they made something. And oh, Mary had a gut. Yeah, Mary had a gut. Mary had a little enough of a gut to where you're not questioning whether she's pregnant. You know the the fa the fables is you know Mary had a little lamb. Mary had a little something else. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, she didn't have a beer belly. She had an old mead belly. Yeah, 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 for, yeah, sure. yeah. for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what I learned this week. Um, let's get into the topic of the week. The yeah. world. It's, I, I almost call, I almost, I was watching it live. I almost called you at like at 1130 at night and, but I knew you wouldn't be, up, I would have answered, but I, I almost called you 1130 at night and I was ready and I was going to say, you need to come over tomorrow morning at 8am in the emergency podcast. Emergency podcast. Yeah. I, I, I was honestly kind of thinking the same thing. Be, um, and I'm glad this happened. On I just a Sunday wanted night. reactions. Cause yeah, I need reacts. I need reacts all day. I mean, the internet stays undefeated. That that's the really that's 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 the story here. The internet stays undefeated. They absolutely do. They take a rare L once in a while, but they always bounce back. They've never had consecutive losses. I. All that's uh, all day yesterday, and I couldn't get enough of the memes and the gifs and the video and like the. I was just I I couldn't. I was insatiable. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, guys, it's the it's the Lexington and Concord, the slap heard round the world. Yes, um, there's so many things to break down and dissect here, and we will. Um, I have some questions for you on this. And I need them, and I, I need some, I need to answer uh, from you on these, okay? Yes. So first one, of course, staged or not staged? It is absolutely real. Okay. And there, um, there is, there's one huge reason why I think it, it was the outburst after. Mm. It was the outburst after because I when if it when initially happened I actually uh, it could called, have been it could have been it could have been up to the point that he sat back down 
Right, and when I and I actually because because I actually I watched it live, and when when you watched it live, he went up there, right? Yeah, and then because there's like that seven second delay, and then like I thought my TV was broken because I was like you could tell something was going on, but like they were muted, and like you could tell they were like cutting things, and it looked like I was like I literally because I thought my like internet when I was like oh wow my internet goes out right now what the fuck. And and so I was like, what was that real? So I texted, I called my sister and because we had just talked, so I knew she was awake. And I was like, I need you to check this out and tell me like if it's real. And she's like, and she this it was already live. So she's like, well, how do I, I was like, Google it? Maybe somebody's already like posting the video and shit. Yeah. And she Googled it and then she found, I guess it's the Australian broadcast Apparently, that yeah. had the audio of Will flipping out and yelling like keep your keep my, my wife's name out of your bubble in my mouth or yeah or whatever and so when ashley sent me that that was when i was like okay this is real from that and then i also knew it was real when i saw uh him visibly like crying and upset and um denzel was like talking to him and you could like because they showed like him like calming him trying to calm him down oh really i didn't yeah see that. and tyler perry and, and bradley tyler, cooper no bradley and eh. denzel denzel yes so like so that that's when so i was like i was like all right denzel's in here and you can tell will is upset i was like this is fucking 100 true so like so anyone out there that says like oh it could be fake i'm just like there's no way to, to me there's no way I what do you would think? love to be in the proximity of Denzel when a tra- tragedy or something hyper stressful occurs. I feel like that man would just calm me down in a second. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, yes. Um, all right. Off is John Rocker or appropriate wife protecting response. Oh, Jada. I, I, I And I believe Jada and... Um, and and will weren't they our inaugural? They weren't they the first to be inducted into the off your John Rocker? Was it them? I believe, uh, Mike. Go back, check the tape. Yeah. I believe so. They though. were there. I think they well, were. Well, we like, started reporting on them as they continued to self-report on themselves. Yes, and just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. So uh, they're already off their John Rocker. Okay. Um, so like you know. Um, but uh, protecting the wife, absolutely not. That's um, that was not a protecting of the wife. That was you. That was a Will Smith boiling over. He wasn't protecting his wife at that point. Well, I think he was laughing about it, and then he looked at her, and you could see she was hurt. And then he's like, "Okay, I have to respond." I love because that's the report that everyone keeps saying is like he laughed, and then he looked at her. Now, when you watch it, and when I saw it too live, he laughs. But then it cuts back to Chris Rock. You don't see him looking. You see her visibly upset. Yeah. But you don't see him looking over at her. So, like, I really am. I, that's, like, actually a part of the story that, like, kind of irks me because everyone's like, well, yo, he lo- he was happy. And then he looked over at her. And I was like, well, no one can confirm that. We're all just insinuating that because we saw the laugh. And then we saw her in the background fucking pissed off. Which so I don't like that hearsay of like because we actually don't know that like okay. he could have like done like the fake laugh like you know like when don't worry historians are gonna be breaking this down for for <laughs> eons so don't don't worry about that yeah I don't think he was protecting his wife at all that's that's a whole different situation and it's different when you know somebody is attacking your wife's character you know or 
they are or they and they're or they're a stranger mm-hmm. you know then we're then then we're slapping the shit out of you but they're friends chris and will they're obviously friends they're uh, they you know they've worked together they're obviously friends and um it was a joke about her looks it wasn't a character situation um so I don't think it warranted a uh, protect the wife situation. I think that's why I think I think he just had had enough. Got it. Okay. Now, uh, this is a two part question. Uh, what is Jada saying to Will when they get in the limo? Yes. And this is important to me. And is he getting weird sex that night? This is Go important. Ahead. This is discuss, important to me. Discuss. Be- this is important to me because as most people, I've you know. We're recording this on a Tuesday, so it's like we're already late to the fucking game on, you know, talking about this. But I think you've seen a lot of people out there on the internet. They're just like, oh, you know, Jada didn't fucking fuck him. You know, Jada, like, you know, didn't. She went home and banged Jaden's one of Jaden's, like, you know, signs. Like, that's what everyone's saying on the internet. Like, okay, I totally think that they got in that limo ride home and had sex nasty ass sex in that motherfucking car ride home oh. over to the fucking after party dog okay because you like saw that. him at the after party getting jiggy with it you want to know why because he fucked his wife for the first time in a minute okay so i absolutely so jada's not she was calling stoked. you know the housekeeper and being like hey put some rose petals in the hallway to the bed She's like, hey. We doing this. Get, she she get, hiked that dress up. We, we doing it right here, right get now. The, get the rose petals to the limo. Yes. And make sure the champagne is cold. Yeah, like everyone in there is like, you know, oh, do you know you know, Jada dogged them and, you know, she, no way. They got in that fucking thing and they hit the button where the fucking shade goes up so the limousine rider can't see shit. But then he can definitely still see because he's a perv. Yes. Somehow. Yeah. He's got a camera. He's got a camera. You got to make sure you know what's going on back in the back of your vehicle. It's, it's a business. It's a business. Absolutely. And I think she absolutely hiked the dress up right there. And the, I think they had probably had one of the best sex that they've actually probably ever had. In their so marriage. this is like a, a relationship redefining sex is what you're going to bring them together. Okay. I, so- I, like, I, I, that's another thing that like, I take it from this. I can totally see their marriage United actually getting like, yeah, being like super strong and like kind of weirdly being a model for people. So, so like, she's going on Oprah in a year from now and being like, and, and on her own red table talking and be like, yeah, that, that slap galvanized our She's going to go on, they're going to renew their vows on Oprah. Okay. You heard it here first, guys. 2022, episode 58, Shut the Funk Up podcast. Boom. I'm That's how you do it. Anasha Daman. Okay. The next thing is, uh, I was seeing this take a lot on the interwebs. Should he have been removed from the show? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And that in Is he allowed to come back though to get his Oscar? No. 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 No, so no, no, no. We'll, we'll 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 mail it. We'll mail that one to or you. Or give it we'll, we'll give it to Jada. She'll bring it home. Yeah, she can stay. She yeah, she, she well, yeah, she didn't do She anything. can stay. Yeah, okay. She didn't do shit. All right, so she stays, he goes. But yeah, he absolutely should have been removed and this is might be a bit of a controversial topic. I don't think so, but because if you really break down why wasn't he removed? And well, that was that's my that was the that was kind of the thing I was bringing up. Is this all because they knew that he was about to win? No, I think it's celebrity won, like, privilege. I think it's I think okay. when you are an A list act, actor like that, yeah, and and I'm gonna and I'm gonna do maybe a potentially like fucked up connector here, but to me this is it's just what I think. This is why 
you know, the Harvey Weinsteins in Hollywood are allowed to flourish because when you have these men in power, these actors in power that like can literally, they, Will Smith is big enough in the industry that he can tell people, nah, they, they ain't getting that part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think you got a lot of people in that crowd and in that industry and working for the Ox Oscars that don't want to piss off Will Smith because he's got some say, he's got some pull. Samuel right. L. Jackson ain't getting that part. You right. need a bald person, you're going to put my fucking wife in this movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that one, did that one get you? That one tickled, bro. That I, was, one, I was racing for a, black bald guy, it's which a, like, it's, it's not a, hard. Hey, guys, it's just a, it's, it's a timeless classic. It's just a nice old-fashioned bald joke. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I and I think that's I think that's why people let him stay there because they didn't want to piss him off. Okay, so you it's, thought it's maybe, a celebrity privilege. Yeah, no, I agree with that totally. I don't think it was like, but he absolutely should have been removed. Um, I like, because what agree. you don't know, like, I, like, because 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 the worst thing was when he went back out there to receive his reward, his speech was so bad. I didn't hear any of it. The I speech, the it. speech made what happened even worse because. He was he wasn't rambling? even prepared. Yeah, he didn't even you think like his publicist or something like oh, you got to hit these notes. Like he wasn't even prepared because he was like kind of sort of trying to address what he did, and he's blubbering, crying, but then he's also talking about the Serena Williams, and then talking about the movie, and it was just like it's a weird spot to you get all look that stuff all in. fucked, man. Like yeah. you look worse now. You don't have your shit together. And he, and he did like a Denzel. He was he was like because Denzel like you know went calmed him down. And in his speech, he does he like quotes something that you can clearly you clearly know that Denzel just told him like 15 minutes ago, calming him down. And he says like, like a Martin Luther King. Well, quote. he goes he goes he goes. Well, you know Denzel, he's blubbering, crying. He's like Denzel. You know he said in your brightest moments, you know the devil will appear. So you got to be able to handle. Like he went on that diatribe, was just like, oh bro, you're all over the place. And you don't even have to say. You're just now you're just like yeah, trying to remember your, what Denzel told you. Call your therapist. Yeah. Okay. Um, big question here. Big, big, big question. Top slap of all time. Um. Th so. I'm glad this is a great question because I haven't seen it on the internet at all. And if I was Photoshop savvy, like I would have totally done it like a thousand times over. The number one slap before this heard around the world was from the real world. When what's his name? Do you remember that episode in the real world? Yes. When, when that girl's leaving, it's like the last day and they're Ru all. Ruthie or Ru Ruthie. 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 Uh, it's got it's real world Hawaii. Yes, and yeah. it's the last day when all the roommates the guy are leaving. Had a weird name. The, yeah, it was. Oh no 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 no! It wasn't it was, Tex. Or... It wasn't. It wasn't that lady. Ruthie left because she was like an alcoholic. This was Boston, and it was Camaro. And okay. The chick, the chick gets in. And the it was back. a black guy that slapped her. Not that the, the race means in, anything, but chick gets in the car. Yes. He opens like the she's door. in the taxi or she's getting in the car to leave. Yes. Like the last day. Yes. And like they've been hating each other no, the whole she, entire I think season. Is just leaving early. I think she's just leaving early. And, and they've been then, hating each other the whole season. And he comes back to say goodbye. She thinks she's getting a goodbye. He pops and open the door and pops her and just fucking smacks her across uh, across the face and then closes the door behind her and then like the taxi drives off. Yes, that was the slap. So we haven't had we haven't had a uh, we we are now having a change in in order and it hasn't happened since like the late 90s yes wow. yes that was number one for me this one has now overtaken it this is now the number one yeah and there's so many factors there right you got you got the comment where you have to go up then you have the walk up 
while Chris Rock is still like talking shit or like talking, like making it funny, he's got the hand out basically ready to go. Chris doesn't do any defensive maneuvering. It almost at looks all. like Chris is leaning in too. Yeah. Is he, he's kind of like kind of a little forward. Now, this is going to be in his act for like the next year. Right? Yeah, I read today that his whole entire, the rest of he's on tour, the whole tour is, has sold out within 48 hours. Like the ticket company that's selling his tickets, where they said that they sold $2 million worth of tickets within 24 hours, something like insane. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So I, I agree. I think this is the top slap of all time. The only other thing uh, that I that I thought was a bit ironic was the keep my wife's name out of your mouth, but you can't seem to stop talking about each other ever. Yeah, well, that was the whole... That's why the whole thing looks like shit for them is because no one's wives would be in anybody's mouth if you guys if you guys didn't fucking put them there. Yeah, the only we didn't reason put them you're there. being discussed about... Because your wife is like out here telling secrets every day. And then and then yeah. you decided to write a book then like that came out like nine months ago yep. and spilled more beans. Exactly. Like so talking about spilling the beans. Talking about Tupac like banging the shit out of your wife and like you fucking throwing up after every orgasm that you have. Like you Weird. guys are putting these words in our mouths. Yeah. The only reason you're even in like the zeitgeist now is because of those stories. Now, I would now like, you know, just to like, you know, give it a little bit more of a context here now if chris rock would have made a joke about the entanglement i might actually say warranted slap might might be warranted i might answer slap your, would be warranted i might or I, joke is warranted well i, I might know I, i'm yeah i might answer the, your question that you asked before is uh protecting the wife i might answer that as a yes then if it was about okay. entanglement august alcina didn't even mention him right boom yeah okay but the fact that it was just like a stupid gi jane joke that really wasn't even that funny that honestly i didn't even get because of like the gi jane because i when he said it i was like he, she wasn't even in gi jane i was like oh i guess it's because demi moore shaped her head okay got it yeah it was a very it was a it took to me, a it was second a, yeah to me it wasn't like a, a really good connection for me okay but yeah i uh um yeah that, that I, I forget the question but yeah that's 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 how i felt about best it. moment in, in uh in oscar history um absolutely absolutely it was oscars are back now well no see that's see that's that's no that's the that's the what's the word for it? the cause and effect of this whole entire situation is everyone's like oscars are back uh good luck trying to get comedians on there making fun of people now Okay, well then, are slaps back? Are we going to start seeing people just slapping people out in public based on what, what, you know, like, maybe this doesn't warrant a full-on fist fight. I'm just going to slap you. There is something about the male, there is something about the male culture for our female listeners out there. I don't know if it's a known thing, but I do want to state it. When a male slaps another male, it's very, it's, it's, it's emasculating. It's very emasculating for us. Yeah. It, it's like, we would, it's worse we than would, a punch. we would rather have you punch us in the face. Correct. Yes. Right. I think, yeah, you have to take the punch before the slap. Yes. The slap is like condescending and demeaning. Yeah. Where like, it's like, you're not even worth the punch. Yeah, like if you punch me, I like, I'd be like, wow, bro, you fucking punched me. Like you're a piece of shit. If you slap me, I'm fucking you up. Yeah. Like, you made me look like a bitch. So how do we feel about Chris Rock and all this? 
He made he he did like a he made like a joke after. He didn't seem pissed. Definitely didn't defend himself in any way after it happened. He, he, there was that one second where he was like, "Oh man, I could," and then he stopped himself. Yeah, and I was like, "Cause you know, that's the only thing. you don't fuck with comedians, dog. They will." They'll, they'll they win every argument. You you don't you don't fucking get into a trolling match you can't online spar with comedians. With words, not with a comedian. Like they will fuck you up. Yeah. And like you could tell like when he was like, oh man, I could nope. No. And then like he moves on. You can tell he's just like he's got dirt, and he could have easily yeah. spread those fucking ashes. Yeah. Will remember last summer in Malibu, bro? And just tosses the key out. Because like especially Chris Rock, he's like I mean he's a goat. Yeah, like he will. He probably's got. He probably knows a couple of things. He probably knows a couple of things, and he's already written the jokes, but he knows he can't never tell the joke. Or he's just so good that it could have just happened, and he could have done thirty minutes on it as like, and just kind of like freestyled on it. You know what I mean? So that's why I, I was just like, man, like it'll be interesting to see what happens with both their careers now. If like they both, I, mean, I love. I'm assuming they're both gonna go upwards. Oh, they both will cash when, in on this. No yeah. one, no one. There is no losers in that. Um. But I thought, to answer your question, I thought Chris obviously handled it great. And there was human, the best thing to me was there was humanity coming from Chris Rock. Like, you can, like, when he, you know, says, when Will's yelling at him and Chris Rock goes, dude, no, I think he goes, bro, it was a G.I. Jane joke, man. Like, like, in like that sense, in that moment, I was like, that's a boy talking to another boy yeah. or just someone that he at least respects on a level. And he's just like, yo, dude, like my bad. And, and, and then he and then will repeats it again. Don't leave my, my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And then and then Chris Rock goes, OK, OK, I will. Yeah. Like like I thought there was so much humanity in his response. It's just also and I think the other thing that makes it so. um just memorable and some everyone has been in a situation where either themselves or someone else directly around them has just completely made a fool or embarrassed themselves You're right and just i don't know if it's an overwhelming more, situation there's n maybe not a more awkward feeling when when you're there witnessing something and so for all the stars to be those people yeah like watching that i thought that and was they, super and you know they all respect the shit out of will smith yeah so they're probably just like wow this is this and guy that all i all like gossiping about it afterwards like at all of their individual parties and stuff which would be just like i wish i could be a fly on that fucking wall yeah uh, i one thing i do want to uh pose out there to the uh females of the audiences, especially the females of the audiences that are either married in a relationship, you know, whatever. I really want to if know. If you're single, though, call Alex. Yeah, if you're single, give me a give, give me a give me a ring. Here's my number right now over the air. Yeah. No, I'm not giving it. Three zero five seven four one thirty six. No, but I really want to know because this is actually a question that I really I've been asking myself, and I don't know the answer because I'm not a female. I want to know. Uh, call in 305-741-3671 and I want to know the women out there if your man how do you feel about your man standing up for you like because I've I've actually talked to a couple females and I and the two that I talked to both said that they would be embarrassed by that yeah I think that that is going to which be which was surprising over, to me I think that'll be the overwhelming answer I thought that women would love it but the two that I the only two that I've talked to I so think far it's also the context of that of that situation I everyone think so is too. watching 
Like, it's not like someone says something to you at a bar. Right. And no one's around. Like, I was talking, like, why my sister, like, you know, and she was the one that, like, when I asked, she said, she was like, she said kind of like what you're saying. She's like, well, it's, it's the situation. She's like, she's like, that would be like, you know, my husband, like, we were at, like, say, like, my, my work party and they were giving out awards or something at a ceremony and, like, all of us are there that we all work together. It's our whole, like, you know, company. And some guy that I work with, you know, goes up there and says something like about like, you know, one of my feet, like whatever, something that's like not, you know, the, ruining my character. But and then Brandon going up there and like smacking like, you know, one of my the colleagues, tech, tech she's guy. like, she's like, I would be I don't know how I feel about that. She's like, I would be like, yo, what the fuck? You just like kind of fucked me or like, yeah, like, why'd you do that? They're all written. But if it's like, you know, there's not really any true. But if it's, but she's like, yeah. but if it's that stranger at fucking, you know, but he Amar fucking at Lulu's bait shack, great shout, you know what I mean? And yeah. fucking, he's like, you know, drunk talking. Yeah. Slap that motherfucker. Yeah. So see, it might be a, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Like you can't do that at the company like gala, but you can do that. If and it's that's the probably, right situation. Yeah, and that's probably why it was the whole thing was like not a good look because of that situation. Okay, but if like if you would want if you want backstage and slapped them, I feel like that's different. Maybe we're not. Maybe like maybe like now Will's handling his business and he's taking up for his wife backstage. Like now totally I'm seeing a little bit situation. more of both sides. You went on stage of an, of basically the most uh, popular and I I don't know if you air quotes important award show and slapped the host. Yeah, in the middle of his dialogue, and that's another thing too that I saw someone say online. I was like, "Yo, I kind of like I agree with that. I see that is Chris Rock is getting paid <laughs> for that. Like, he's not. That's not a thing he's doing for free. Like, he's got he got like hired to do that comedic bit because apparently like the Oscars have been sucking, so they hired all of these entertainers to do all these shits. Yeah, and Chris Rock was one of those people that they hired. So it's like imagine someone like, like slapping you at your job. Because, like, I know people are just like, well, that's... No, he's getting paid for that. Like, he's up there doing his job. He's working. Yeah. Like, and getting slapped. <sighs> uh, it's just a very funny situation overall. It was um, like, so good. And it's... Well, there's going to be so many, like, the memes sub have been stories. Just, the though, memes have it. just been... Just, they, they've been putting me to sleep every night. Yes. Yes. They're so good. And they'll continue to feed at that trough. I think the best one I saw was... Somebody posted a screenshot of, I guess, uh, Will was getting dressed like before the Oscar. And so he was like showing his suit off. Yeah. And um, somebody took a screenshot and the top comment under it with like just 10,000 likes was from the DJ, from Diplo, the mm -hmm. DJ Diplo. Yeah. And he wrote on it, yo, that suit slaps. Oh my God. And I was God. like, and I, I was like, okay, you win. <laughs> I yeah. was like, you get you in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. There's going to the, the comedic joy that it will bring us for the next uh, few, you know, minutes until something else happens is going to be great. I'm here for you. the next, the next, the, all the next bars and clubs that you guys go out to while you are at that, uh, that bar or club, you will hear at one point in the night, the DJ drop a song where the intro starts with. Keep my fucking wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth. Yeah. Or in the middle of the song, right before the drop, like the, it's gonna stop and it's gonna go. Keep my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth, and then it's gonna, and then it's gonna drop. I want that. I want that DJ. And it's gonna go wild. You're hired for the next six months. It's gonna get. It's gonna. You're gonna I be hearing that. I can't wait for that. You're hearing that at Lulu's Bay Check. Can't wait. <laughs> oh God. Um, let's. Uh, I want to quickly. Um, before we we get into some other topics, because I don't want to. Uh, 
I don't want to bury. Um, uh, well, that was that was a bad choice of words, but I I want to I want to give my condolences. We had a pretty tragic death actually this weekend with Taylor Hawkins, the uh, drummer for the Foo Fighters. Mm. Uh, he passed away this weekend. Uh, it, it was a, it is confirmed it was a drug overdose. He was in Colombia at the Colombian Lollapalooza and uh, had a had a uh, it was bad. They said there was heroin in there, fentanyl, all the, the whole works was there was, was apparently like a whole drug cocktail. He um, he was having chest pains. He actually called the paramedics, but by the time they got there, it was too late. Um. And, you know, the corner stuff's, like, not looking good. His heart was, like, really fucking huge. And they said it weighed... They said they said his heart weighed two times as much as a man of his... Size, uh, yeah. Of his size and stuff. So I want to quickly give a little fucking tribute and a little memorandum to Taylor Hawkins. It's a huge... They just got inducted. Mm. You know? They, we, we, you know, we covered it, uh, you know, months back. They, they were... They're getting inducted into the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year, and it's it is it is pretty sad. He was a good drummer. That band's been known to party, as we always know, but um, it's always shitty when it actually happens. It's though. a blow. It's a really blow. Like and and, and it, it, he was one of the few people that are in those bands where everyone knows Dave Grohl. Yep. You know, there's those bands where like everyone knows the lead singer and you don't know anyone else in the band, but he was actually you knew who he was. He was another like you saw him, you're like, Oh yeah, I know that face. I know him. Yeah. So uh rest in power, rest in peace, whatever we want to say. Um, and um I hope that I maybe I'm being selfish, but I hope that the Foo Fighters will continue. I think I know they it's will. hard, but I always get a little. I don't know. I don't know if it's me being selfish, but I always get a little bummed. But I respect it when the band chooses to end the band because of a death. Yeah, I've always just like ah, keep that, keep his memory going. You know, like you know, yeah. keep that going and keep. But maybe I'm just being selfish like that because you know I just want more music from a really good band. Mm. But uh, uh, let's get back to uh, our happy place. Yes, and um. Jordan's got uh we've got what are we calling this segment it's, it's, it's judgment day 2022 okay. and okay. we're putting on the wigs get get your putting wig on the piece. wigs been a while get your wig piece on yes all right we so got you, the judges wigs on um we're calling this segment judgment day judgment day 2022 okay I have, what's the parameters I don't know anything about I, this yes I, I don't know I, what the hell's going on I um I wanted to kind of, uh, you know, pin you down, and and I have some controversial topics, and I think it's time that we render a decision on them, at okay. least for right now. Okay. 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 Yep. So I have some topics written here, and um, you know, what what is uh, what is, what is your name here? What's your name? What what your honor? Who? What what's what's the name of your character right now? Oh, okay. I am. I am. Uh. Um, my uh, my name I am Judge Bartholomew Lichtenstein. Okay, we have uh, Your Honor Bartholomew Lichtenstein. I wanted to make a really presiding. hard one. I yeah. wanted to make a really hard well, name because I knew you. you were going to use it. Yeah, I wasn't going to just give you an easy English name. All right, Judge Bart, Judge <laughs> Judge Bart, 
is going to be presiding uh, over these decisions today. There we go. Uh, everyone take a seat. Order. Take a seat, everyone. Okay. Uh, all right. The first one, it's a toughie. Is COVID over? COVID is not over, and no. I don't ever want it to go away. No? <laughs> I don't. I, I literally saw today. Hot take. I was watching the news today, and Fauci, Ouchie Fauci was on my screen, and he said, uh, like, the headline, literally, like, what he said, uh, it was... Uh, COVID is not over and America needs to get ready for just another, you another know, wave. surge or whatever the fuck he's calling it. So it's absolutely not over. Okay. Uh, outside of, um, outside of, uh, Miami-Dade County. It's not oh, over. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Perfect. Inside of Miami-Dade County, everyone's going, huh? It's been done. I, you know, you go down to the South Beach right now and talk about COVID. Everyone will go. What? Well, I, what's is that with a C or a K? What is yeah. that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Not over. No way, Jose. Okay. So don't ever leave me. <laughs> is COVID's the ex girl for the stalker ex girlfriend? Okay. You know what I mean? She will never leave. Uh uh-uh. uh. As Until much she even dies. even when you try and you kind of like her, you kind of like her being around. You like the idea of her, like the attention. She's but a good lay, also. She's a good lay. She really puts you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. She gets you leaking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All, All right, right. I'm done. I'm done. Next one. All right. Is uh is Lil Nas X being too gay? Well, I have a theory on this. He I think he got big. Cause remember he got big with the the, the cowboy stuff. And he was the cowboy stuff. And then shortly after he got big, remember he came out, he's like, I'm gay. Yeah. And then I think that like the PR people and the the record execs went to him. They're like, yo, we're going to lean in on this gay thing. That's and you're going to do the gay face. Okay. And a lot of artists do this. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of like gay artists do this where they will lean into like just going over the top gay, put out albums and music videos, doing like really gay things. And then like a, a years later, then they will transform into like, usually it's the serious artist that's like really serious. And they're putting together like albums that like, you know, are conceptual and stuff. So I think he's leaning in real hard on the gay phase of him right now. And he's fucking cashing but in. But is he being too gay? Um, Cause we know he's gay, but is he being too gay? You can never be uh, gay enough for me, honestly. Like, I love that his that his music video of like he gets on the stripper pole and goes down to hell with Satan. Okay, you know what I mean. So you're at Montero. I love that. Call me by your name. Yeah, like okay. I like, when people were just like, well, I think we talked about he had like blood in like the sneakers and that 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 video came out and and everyone was all because he was sliding down the pole like going all the way down to hell and then lap dancing with the devil and I was just like, if this. This is if this is if this is the gay culture I'm in. This is artistic and fucking hilarious. Okay, Lil Nas X, not too gay. Never too gay for me. Okay, um, Trump, jail. Gay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were still. Uh, a, a report came out this week that a judge basically had said after reviewing all the evidence that he most likely. Uh, committed multiple felonies in his cover-up of 
of of the Jan sixth uh, insurrection. Think about that what you will. But question is Trump jail? No, he's got too many walls in front of him. No pun intended. Mm. Uh, he's got too many fall guys in yeah. front of him, and the guy is just a seasoned vet in the courtroom. I mean, he hands out lawsuits. He consumes lawsuits like it's fucking it's his job. He puts, basically, he, he, he files three lawsuits before he ever puts his pants on. I remember I heard was watching or I was listening, and I heard somebody say, and I it just. They were like, yo, this is like, honestly, what he's best at is suing people or getting sued, but mainly suing people. Like, yeah, he just knows that legal system in and out and he knows exactly what he can and can get it and can't get away with. OK, so we so, uh, we I agree with you on that. At, yeah, no, he's, he's good. too good at it. And I don't think that he should go to jail either. I don't think that like like did I do I think he incited oh. like a lot of things, of course. But I mean, I mean people if he these had days a direct this... correlation to trying to cover up uh, a democratic election. Yeah, you should go to jail. Right. But if they can prove that. Right. But even if they prove it, he'll get off because that's what he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, and, people, and people these days will just you know, we've got like it's just that cult mindset. I'm actually gonna we're gonna talk about it in a little bit too here. Like there's just people these days. They listen to people and they just take their word as bond and they run with it and they don't hear anything else. Like I could see Joe Rogan inciting like, you know, fucking people making people doing crazy shit because people just like they'll listen to you, man. Oh, yeah. They'll believe it. Oh, yeah. OK. So uh, in the aforementioned scandal that occurred uh, on Sunday night with the apology, do we believe Will Smith? Uh, no, that was, that was, I mean, if, cause the apology would have came out during your acceptance speech, but you didn't want to, he never once apologized in his acceptance speech to Chris Rock. He apologized to like, you know, the Academy and other people, but he never apologized to Chris Rock. So I don't believe the apology. And I think it was just the PR, his, his, his public relations was just like, just, you have to go out there or we're going to break your arm. Okay. You have to go out there. You have to do this. Yeah, I mean, and he, he put, was just like, he put like an apology out. I think today or yesterday on like social media stuff. Like the written notes app has to do like, again. Uh, he'll do like that's damage control. Again, he'll he'll like they'll they'll clean all of that mess up. Like when they're renewing vows on Oprah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, are Mustang drivers the douchiest of all car drivers? Yes, especially nowadays, because if you are still getting a buying, purchasing a Mustang nowadays, yeah. my question to you is why? Well, they always do like the, uh, they are the ones, it's because it's not like a super expensive car, so everyone, most people can afford it, it's, and they always do like the modifications to it to make right. it douchier. It's not a muscle car, people. It's a glorified Altima. At this mm, point, okay, okay, you, you heard it from the from Judge Bart himself. Yeah, like just because you throw, uh, you know, some exhaust on that thing, and I can kind of hear it coming down the road, like does not do does not move my monkey in the slightest. Yeah, when you speed past me because you're acting like I'm driving slow, but there's another car 15 feet in front of me, you're a douche. I always, whenever I see the Mustangs on the road, and I can tell that they're new, I'm always like, why? The only thing I, I always, I'm just like, you must be just like in one of those like Ford families and like, that's what you guys do. Well, you're a Detroit guy, not a Ford family member. Uh, we actually, uh, we actually are not, we actually are not a Ford family. Mm. I mm -hmm. knew that actually. I was yeah. just, I was seeing if you were going to lie on the record, judge Bart, your record is clean. <laughs> I, have, I have some integrity up here, man. Okay. Uh, next one's a good one. 
Matt Lauer, a little too horny or just or, or a total Weinstein creep? Um, I, I'll, I'll throw it back on you. He's got a button at his desk, dude, that closes Weinstein the door. Weinstein creep. No one has a button at the desk as that soon as closes you, the door and locks it. As soon as you get the janitor slash electrician slash maintenance guy, Frank, to come up and, Bro. Put, and put the button in at your desk, you're now a Weinstein creep, right? No one's that lazy. Yes. I love... Okay, that's a great retort. That's it. You know, you, you wrote a great position piece on that. That's I totally it, agree dude. with all of it's your the, arguments it's there. It's the button. Okay. The button heard around the world. There it is. You know what I mean? There it is. As okay. soon as the button was is 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 implemented, it's all it's all over. Creep. It's all over. Weinstein creep. It's all over. It's Go. over. Okay. Is Ukraine gonna win this war? Man, man. Who is yo, I, I actually You got I'm, tank command you got tank uh people running over tank commanders. They're Dude. taking back certain cities. Zelensky's out here in the polo just chilling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, he's not just chilling, but yeah. I mean, like, he's out here, like, he's doing the nana nana boo boo, stick your head and doo doo to, like, Putin. You yeah. Know, Putin's like, we're going to get you. And he's like, I don't think you are. I'm not sure you are. I don't think so. I don't know either. You know what I mean? Like, so has who is Ukraine? I, I'm glad you brought this up because I, because it was something that I wanted to ask you. They're the underdog. What what team are they? What are the, what what movie? Are, like what what are they? Like because they're they're that impossible run in, in, in you know in like you know in the 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 Cinderella story. They're Leicester City a couple couple years ago, right? Winning, winning, is, yeah. winning um um the English Cup. They are you know Rocky even getting the opportunity. You know, are for they, the first fight? Are they the uh, are they the U.S. men's hockey team? Uh, you know, beating Russia they're, like in the nineteen eighties yeah. uh, eighty five Olympics they're, with uh, what's it, with Mike Ruzioni? They're the Indians uh, team in um, uh, Major League. There it is. Like you know, from from worst to first. That's yeah, yeah. They're the Jamaican bobsled team. They're, yo, they're cool runnings. They're cool runnings. They're fucking cool runnings. They're That's cool it. runnings. That. There they're it cool is. runnings. Okay. That's okay? the answer I wanted. Did they win in the end? No. no. They crashed and burned. But, but then they, they carried fin- off. But they finished. They carried, yeah. Okay, because, I don't know what that means. As well, far Ukraine's, as we're com- Ukraine's crashing and burning a little bit, you know? Yeah. So. Well, we'll see. Okay. Um, so we're going to go TBD on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, next one. Dolphins. Super Bowl? The Dolphins are I, I get I I'm I get worried that they it's this might be a too little much too much for the yeah, Well I'm no I'm getting worried that this might be a little too much for them and they might not be able to handle it. I already think that. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like cause you actually guys you guys have moved you guys made moves. You got you have things cooking now mm. and I don't know if you guys it's like if you have the bandwidth for it. I don't know if you guys bought enough data centers to be able to keep this thing intact. As a disappointed Dolphins fan of over 25 years, I can tell you right now, um, we most certainly will bungle this. Yeah. That's my feeling right now until I'm proven otherwise. When the clock strikes zero in the fourth quarter of a meaningful playoff game and we have won, then I will become a believer. Ready for... (laughs) Ready for my uh, uh, my second Nostradamus uh, theory oh, here? Okay, here it is. This is my other one. I don't like this. Expectations I feel like- are so high. Everyone's so stoked. 
Tyreek Hill is going to tear his ACL in the no! first game. No! And, and then Tyreek Hill is going to tear his ACL in the first game, and it's just going to be back to square one. Just 6-11. and 11. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we're going to... That's gonna be, fucked It's going to be back to... Well, he'll be back next year. That's fucked up. Injury's going to linger. Okay, wow. Uh, I think uh, I You're feel not like, only rendering decisions right now, but you're making, like, hot take predictions. I feel like he's going to get hurt this year. And it's That's gonna, fucked up. And it's just going to... But it, but it's, I, I, I don't say it to be mean. I say it because it's just something that would happen to the Dolphins. Aaron Rodgers is going to be in a terrible car crash, but he will not die, but he definitely won't be able to play next season. Boom. Did he hurt his shoulder in no, the crash? No. Okay, we're good. Okay, damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have two more, two more. Um, Deshaun Watson. Death. Welcome back, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, Deshaun Watson. Bro. Uh, Dog, you used to ship Definitely a Weinstein, right? Um, definitely a Weinstein. Um, it's, there's too many people involved. It's, you know, it's, I mean, we all, we all knew it was never going to probably finish in court just because uh, when you have money... People just, I mean, I'd fucking take the money. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I'd well, settle. That's easy to say. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, definitely Weinstein. Definitely creep. Definitely yeah. Weinstein creep. We can agree. Definitely Weinstein creep. But what you're going to see now is he's in Cleveland now, and you're going to see just astronomical fucking community servicing going on when he's mm. there. He is going to be... Money is going to be shelled out to rehab. all the he's women's the shelters. Fa uh, phase. He's going to be shelling out money to all of the women's shelters. He, you're going to see him every Thanksgiving just fucking throwing deep turkey balls to people. Like, he's going to be in the community, dude. And right. he's going to just clean that shit up real quick. He'll, he'll win the Walter Payton Award next year. <coughs> no, he will not. <laughs> no, he will not. Okay, last one. Um, and this is more self-involved with me. Um I always love to use these different names to describe my wife when when introducing her to new people. Um, and I caught a new one last night as I was being forced Sweet. to watch. A new one that you're going to use with your wife? Well, I have a couple. And you want to know if you can use it? I have, okay, I have okay. a couple for you, but okay. I, we, I was forced, forced uh, Cruel and Unusual Punishment to watch Bridgerton Season 2. Oh, wow. So we watched that. Is it good? And, um... Everyone says it is. I, I'll probably Have never watch one? it. I'll probably never watch. No. Well, then it doesn't matter. Watch well, it. Give no, it a good. Give it a good no, one episode. See, watch. You guys can't see, but he just did like just such a nonchalant like hand wave. Watch it. That's not convincing to uh, to fucking old Uncle Bart. Um. Don't go. I'll watch it. Well, no, I need you to be like. All right. I will say like this. How I was like you got to watch the terminal. Like you, you. I didn't go. I'll watch it. Um, first season one and season two are definitely different. Is it how many are? Is it the, two seasons? Oh, the second one just got released or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say though, at the end of season two, um, and and I was tweeting about this also. There's a great boob reveal at the end of season two, which is I think was just a little was just like a little thing that they put in for all the husbands out there fighting the good fight. Was it a boob Was it a boob review uh, reveal? Because I always love the boob reveals of if, if it's like an actress that's like, you know, big part of like the plot of the story. Yeah. And like then they show it to you because it's like, oh, word, that's such a payoff. It's a boob that you've been wondering about Not the whole season. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So. At first you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. 
Yeah, season one, there's a lot of um, of just squirting into the bed. I, I think you should watch it. Did that do it? <laughs> I don't know. Was that real? Because I, I will absolutely will watch it. Yes. I'm a big super soaker. A lot. Of, yeah, you're a soaker. I know. No, I mean, you should have seen me at the water parks when now, I was little. I will tease you this way. It's not soaking in the way that you think it's soaking. What's it about? I have no idea what it's about. The can you premise, give me a, yeah. The, the premise give me of the, the quick show 30 second. is this is the elite of the elite of the elite of England in like 18, mid, mid 1700s. Like these are people where Is like, there electricity? No. No. A okay. Lot of, a lot of candle play. Let's say horse and carriage. Horse, carriage, candle, um, are there the knights queen? in in like medieval battles? No. Okay. This is okay. Kind so of, okay. This is kind of like We're Renaissance era. This is a you as a as a man from a good family are not allowed to be with a behind a closed door with an unmarried woman. Gotcha. And now you guys have to get married. Gotcha. Okay. So it's a lot of like defending of honor. So it's about the upper elite elitist people yeah, stuff. Like the queen is in it. Okay. Like these are like the queen's friends that are slightly below her. Okay. And they're all just like extremely rich wearing this like insane fucking outfits from the time. It's a it's clearly Going like Going to the ball. Yeah, a lot of balls. Yeah, like the bands, there's a lot of violence in the band. Yes. Okay. But there's some sex. Squirting. Squirting. I'm in. Not the type you're thinking though. It's but I'm on, not is telling that, you. Is that is that on um is that is that Netflix? Yes. Okay, okay, I can watch that. Yo, pop one on. We'll do a little review next week. I'll pop it on. Okay. I promise. You're going to pop? I'm going to pop. All right. All right. So, with that being said, uh, these are the funny names that I, I Okay, refer- yeah. I was going to say, where these were are we? The, these yeah. are the funny names that I refer to my wife as, and I took one of these from Bridgerton last night, which is the last one. Okay, okay. So, okay. the options are... Uh, hello, Wait, hey. This is this is wifey. This the or I won't say wifey. This is this is Elizabeth. This is it's my ex girlfriend. Technically, she's my ex girlfriend. Okay, okay. Okay. That's okay, number okay, one. Okay, okay. Okay. Hey guys. Uh, this is Elizabeth. This is my first wife. Okay. Also, you're you're okay. smiling. You're not laughing, but you're giving a very coy smile. And then I like um, that one better than X. My first wife. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's just, there's a lot of like under things. Yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. That are, yeah, that are yeah. great. <laughs> and then the, uh, this last one, this is the one I got from Bridgerton. Uh, th- hey guys, this is Elizabeth. This is my intended. My what? My intended. In what? My intended. What's that mean? What is that? Like, intended? Like intended. Like, you know, we are like, this is who I plan to marry. This is my intended. Yes. I love that one skyrocketed to the Now, top. as someone, as you know, that I'm a, this I'm is a my big, intended. I big, love big that. fan of wordplay. Yeah. Bridgerton is full of really like high-end vernacular. I love that intended. I, yes. I, I want to use that. Yeah. It's, it's, well, which I think makes more sense if we're not married. Yeah. And but I just love the phrase. It has a class to it. You see what I mean? Yes. Yeah. That's what that I like about thing. is the class. Where this is, and it's respectful, too, in a, in a, you know, in a, in a way. Well, we've talked about this before in the the past when you're in to a show and you're watching it like for example when i was watching the sopranos all i wanted to do was stand in my kitchen in an undershirt and eat cold baked ziti breathing loudly <laughs> chomping chomping this calling everybody you, a cocksucker yeah and then bridgerton makes you this want to speak with an english accent but only of the highest queen's english I I like I like I like a lot of these wigs in it too. I like calling 
I like. I wish we could replace fiance with intended. I just because I think I like the respect that. Like I feel like a woman would like that too. It's like yo, this is my intended. Does it seem a little it's like, non-committal yo, though? What does it seem a little non-committal? This is my intended. I don't know for sure, but this is who I'm. I think it, right now. Yes, it is a little non-committal, but I think it's a respectful non-committal of like. This is who I want to be with. This is who I intend to be with. Fingers crossed, hopefully, that I don't fuck this up. But this is okay. my intended. Okay. I like so that's why I like that's about yours. It. You can have that. The fiance to me feels like, oh, I've already wrapped this thing up. Yeah. Like I can't mess I've, this up. I've already it's already it's it's already like there's no going back. So in like 2045, when you get engaged, you will use my intended. <laughs> why as, do the years have to keep going? I brought up? it closer. <laughs> Uh, 25, 23 years. I need you to still be alive when I do it. I will. Okay. Okay. So my intended? Yeah. Or my ex, I think my you need to start rolling with that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see so how too. that one plays with the with the public. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like I'm saying, any Bridgerton fan, they might have caught that. And now we have a little giggle. I'm going to watch Bridgerton. Okay. I'm in. Okay. You have convinced. All right. Good, good for you. It's. Because I was, I was not in, in the beginning. Season one is definitely different from season two. Also, I love that throughout history that like the sh- like the world has just been like terribly racist with like black people and people of color, of course. But there's definitely people of color in this show, and they're in the upper echelons of society, which is cool. I you, do like that. You want to know the number one reason why I am going to watch it, and I can't wait. The squirting. No, because I can't wait to watch it. And the whole time, I will just be trying to guess at the end of season two whose boobs I'm going to see. And I cannot wait to text you and you just never giving me the answer, but giggling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that. To just be like, ooh, is it hers? Yeah. Am I going to see ahead. hers? Yeah. Ooh, she's got a nice one. I hope it's hers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're there all season, though. Trying to see that corset. Come on. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? A lot of corsets, I bet. Yeah. And they make you wait till the end. I like that. Last five minute boobs. Classy. Last five minute boob scene. So the wigs are now off. You have made um, fair and just decisions. I think so. Judge Bart, I... and we will we will follow up on these decisions. See what the ramifications are down the road. And that commences uh, this evening. This evening's proceedings. Thank you guys. Thank you. Um, I want to uh, talk about one more thing before we get into this peacock. What do you um, got? What do you got? Uh, have you seen? These documentaries on Netflix that have come out recently, uh, The Tinder Swindler, and then there's a new one that came out last week called Bad Vegan. I have not. Do you know anything about them? Um, I know a little bit about The Tinder Swindler. I'm assuming the Bad Vegan thing, because I've heard very little about it, but it's also like one of those things where someone lied their way to the top and like owns this giant company and and a fall a giant fall from grace i'd like for you to watch uh either one which one's better um i will say i think i'm leaning bad vegan they're both they're both equally tinder tinder's Tinder's a little bit better because he he's swindling you know multiple people. Bad vegan like you know there's only one person getting fucking swindled. Mm. So, but either one is, is okay. But I would like for you to watch uh, one of them and check them out because they are about basically men manipulating women to send them money and stuff and making up these ex- like wild excuses of why they need money and they're like they're they're their boyfriend or they're getting married and it's just the woman like. 
she doesn't see it coming, but I mean, I'm just watching them and I'm just like, yo, you're a dumb fuck. Mm. Like he's at like you there. He's asking you for just thousands and hundreds and millions of dollars and you're taking loans out and you're still giving it to him. Well, like, that's come why on. That's why I don't like those types of movies. And like, like it's, it's like the, you know, there's going to be a car crash and you watch it anyways, where it's like not, something that's like exciting to watch where I know this guy is going to do a bunch of fucked up stuff. And it's like, I don't give a shit that, you know, like, like that's right. not enjoyable to watch. I, I, to- you know I totally, I mean? yes, I absolutely know what you mean. I totally understand. It's just, I, the I, I've just been seeing a lot. A, you have a better assignment this week. You get to see, you know, bed squirting, <laughs> potential <laughs> boobs. Yeah. And I get, you'll, you, you're, yeah, you'll hate it. But I just, I don't know, I just keep seeing online and people saying, like, feeling bad for, like, you know, the chicks and, and, and you know, the manipulating this and that. And you I'm, probably, you I'm know. I'm like, dude, no way. Like, they have, I'm not saying that, like, you know, I, I don't feel bad for them, but they played a role in this. Like, there comes a point where you're just, like, you're being fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, you're just not being smart. Yeah. And, and like, the blinded by love thing's not really working for me. Okay, so you've seen both. Yeah. Okay, so I'll make a decision this week, and I will watch one. You will watch Bridgerton. I will pick one of these shitty, uh, you know, subject documentaries, and we will watch and we will discuss. Yeah, it's it's funny because I wanted I wanted to bring it up to you, and I wanted to like have you watch it, but now as soon as we started talking about it, I immediately like I I'm like internally like you know Will Smith slapping myself because. I know you and like these are just not documentaries that you're interested at all. Like like you said, you're just like those you're you're just you know it. It's not it's not entertaining to you. You don't care to even watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and, and I'm you, sorry for, and I'm sorry. But for you. <laughs> I mean, I wish the roles were were reversed here, but you know. And anyone out there that if you've seen Tinder Swimmer or Bad Vegan, uh uh let let us know your uh your opinions on that because uh actually we I mean, we meant to tell you we are doing voicemails next week. Yes, next week. Next week we're doing the bracket. We've got our our, our next. Uh, we're doing our third and the final four here. So we're doing brackets next week, and we are doing text messages and voicemails next week. So get those in. Get them in. Yeah, and we are going to play them on air and react. M- Mary, uh, one of Litsky's Mitsky's. Mary is just she's firing off right now. Mary, she uh, she's got the bug. Yeah, she she came she came in town for Ben's wedding, and you know she knew about the the podcast, but but she had a lot of fun down here, you know, meeting everyone. And so she went back, and she started listening to it, and she's just she's 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 earning and burning. She mm. she called me the other day, and she's just like, it's she's like I'm listening to like one a day. She's like, I'm just trying to get caught up. Mm. She's like, she's like, I'm loving it. It's a great, that's a great feeling when you find a podcast you love. Yeah. You're like three episodes in, you're like, oh wait, how many more are there? And it's like episode 386. And then you're yeah. just like, yes. Yeah. She's like, she'll hit me up and comment on things that we were talking about. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. We did say that shit. Yeah. She's doing the smart thing <laughs> of when she's, uh, she's doing what we always implore she, these people to do, but she's also telling us what episode too. Mm-hmm. She's like, Hey, episode 35, you dumb fucks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So. Um, all right. So we have some homework to do. Yes. We will do that. Um, but now I'm ready. All right. I let, need I need me a peacock. Let's go. Let's get into it. All right. Let's go. 
All right, let's get into the peacock in music this week. Um, uh, just a reminder because we, I had we had a couple people reach out looking for uh, the peacock the, the the playlist on Spotify, looking for the music and stuff. So it's on Spotify exclusively. Type in peacocks and music in the search bar. I had, a, I had a few people reaching out to me saying they couldn't find it because they were typing in shut the funk up and things like you got search peacocks and music. That is your quickest way to the playlist. Yeah, slap that follow. Yeah. Um, so this week's Peacock in Music. Um, I'm very excited to do this one because this is the definition of a peacock in music that 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 no one knows and needs sh light shedded on them absolutely okay and it is rick gretch rick gretch rick gretch you don't know him but you absolutely know him my favorite type of peacocks yes okay perfect uh born november 1st 1945 died march 17th 1990 mm. yes rock and roll Rock and roller, rock and roller, bass, bass player, rock and roller. Um, Richard Roman Greco is his name, actually. You, you got, you gotta. <laughs> Richard Roman Greco is his uh, government name, and he was born in Bordeaux, France. Um, uh, Gretsch originally gained uh, notice in the UK when he was the bass player for the band Family. Um, uh, family had. They had they they had some albums they put out. They weren't uh, particularly like you know super famous and uh, didn't really have any like too too many chart topping hits and stuff. But they in France or uh, in in England they were big. But on the group's second album, uh, Gretsch really uh, really peacocked and really flowered, and he played bass, cello, and violin on the album. And he also wrote three songs on the second album, which he didn't write any songs on the first album. But one of the three songs he wrote on the second album was their biggest hit um, and probably my favorite song by uh, by him, uh, Second Generation Woman. That one that one got family a little bit uh, on the boards, but it wasn't, like I said, anything chart-topping by any means. Um, but uh, fast forward to the, the goods here. 1969, you had Cream that... Cream that we we've talked about all the time on this they bro they were breaking up in 1969 um uh because eric clapton couldn't stand ginger baker we all know i think we've talked about that before yep. on the long, pod long-standing beef uh but also at the same time in 1969 when cream was breaking up uh another big uh, english band uh by the name of traffic was also breaking up eric clapton was in cream and traffic had steve winwood in it yep so uh, Clapton and Winwood, they both were going through similar situations in their in their breakups in the bands. So they got together, you know, obviously uh, similar musical minds. So they uh, they said, you know, maybe we should maybe we should do something here. Maybe we should start a band. So you know, fighting and screaming with Clapton, but uh, see Winwood finally convinced Eric Clapton to bring on Ginger Baker from Cream and play drums. And uh, um, 
uh, Rick Gretsch actually used to jam when that. Remember that one album that Clapton did with John Mayall and the Blues Breakers? Mm-hmm. Remember when we? Yeah, uh, I can't forget it. Yes, uh, that one album that he did um, with them. Rick Gretsch was also on that album too, and he also toured with them on that on that tour that they did for the album. So Clapton was familiar with Gretsch. They jammed together a lot, so they had a rapport there. And um, uh, Steve Winwood actually had a rapport with Rick Gretsch too, because Rick Gretsch would come over and jam with Traffic as well. So both Clapton and Steve were like, "Well, let's go get Rick to play bass." And they formed the super group uh, Blind Faith. Okay. Um, so they they formed the super group, but Rick doesn't tell the old band fam his old band family. He's kind of a little scared to tell them. Kept a secret from his family. Yeah. Mm. So um, he uh, family goes on their U.S. tour, and uh, they get over here, and their first stop is at the Fillmore East. And at this point, like I said, Rick is, he doesn't even want to be in family more, but he's just for some reason doesn't want to tell them. And that first show, he gets absolutely obliterated. Got to. And to the point where just not can't even play the fucking bass. So, and from what I read, it I was one of the guys in in uh, in family uh, quoted as like that was the day we died mm. because it was just such a bad show. Like they got tons of because it was the Fillmore East it was a big thing and like yeah, just, big venue. It was they played so terribly bad and it was just like the end all for, for them. It was over after that. Not a great way to handle it. Yeah. So obviously at the end of the show, like he tells them, "Well, I'm not even in this. I'm not even coming to your birthday party anymore." You know, they like did that. It's fucked up. And they, so they sent him home. You RSVP'd. Yeah, they sent him home. And he went back and he went home and uh, played with Blind Faith. Um, but uh, Blind Faith only had one album. They only did one album. It's kind of one of the like the little tr- like mini tragedies of uh, 60s rock bands because it was, to me, in my mind's eye, it was, it was the first super group that ever was put together. Hmm. But they only had one album that they put out because Clapton... Which is actually a very reoccurring theme throughout Clapton's musical career. I was about to say career. he was a Rolling Stone. Pardon my friend. Well, he and he also if if when if you ever check him out when he was like with Cream and he he's he kind of did with Cream and he does it with Blind Faith and um a couple of like Derek and the Don was like in other bands. He just gets like sick of the music or he doesn't like the music that he puts out and he just doesn't fuck with them anymore. He just leaves the bands and stuff. And that's what happened with blind faith. Yeah. It's, it's a thing that he does. That I really hate that about him. It's maddening when there's certain artists that there's one side of the coin where you're like, okay, I like that you have your hand in so many pies and you're jumping around and, and it, it looks outwardly, like you just need to put so many different sounds of music out when more often it's probably the ego of I'm sick of these people and I'm leaving right. to do something else. Right. Exactly. That you've hit it right on the nose because yeah. Blind Faith is an amazing album and by no means was any of the music that they put out on that like not good. Yeah. So it's like some like it's a thing that I think like a lot of people he comes off as like snobbish or, or whatever. And like, he's just dipping out these bands cause he doesn't like the work in it. But it's, it's the latter thing that you said. I, I think is like, 
I think he's that music. He doesn't want to play anymore, but he's also the band members that's taking their toll, and he just moves on. But people want to stamp it as like whatever. Mm-hmm. So Blind Faith only has uh, that one go around, um, and I urge you guys to listen to a lot to, to to some Blind Faith that one album. It's really good. I'm gonna put uh, some of it on the Peacocks and music, but that whole album is like really brilliant. But Gretch, Winwood, and Ginger Baker, they stay together. Like Clapton dips out and goes and does his... Good uh, for them. Yeah, they stuck together um, and they formed the Ginger Baker Air Force, um, which was um, which was pretty cool because they had a lot of... Great name. Yeah, they had like, you know, Gretch, Winwood, and Baker were in there, but they also brought on the guitarist from the Moody Blues... And who also becomes the guitarist uh, in a few short years of uh, Paul McCartney's Wings, the Wings, oh, the band Wings. Okay. He's so again like another kind of mini super groupy thing there, and and a lot of backing guys too that were. I always have this weird parallel between Cream and 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 also like the Beatles and him leaving and going to Wings. And, right and and Clapton basically leaving Cream and saying I'm done with this and then kind of going out and doing a solo thing. There's for some reason always this thing in my head where I always think about those two occurrences. It's not. And they a, might not even have been like right around the same time, but I always think about that. It's like not a bad. History. It's not a bad comparison because Clapton's solo stuff. I don't care what anyone says, which it was just never even close as good when he was in bands when Derek and the Dominoes, Cream. Blind Faith, Yardbirds, yada yada yada. Those I mean, the were, Blues Breakers to me when blues, I heard that like yeah, fucked me. Like up. those it were amazing. So and when he did solo, it's like oh yeah, he did Layla and stuff. But he's like he didn't even write that song. So it's you know it's, it's not that his solo stuff isn't bad. I don't want to go on record saying that. But the you can make the same exact comparison for Paul McCartney when you know he left the Beatles and when he got into like Wings. Like you, there's a reason why no one talks about Wings. Exactly. You know it wasn't bad, but it wasn't fucking good. No. So. Um. So yeah, they uh, Ginger Baker Air Force. They they did a, they did an album there, and then he went. He goes on to play with a lot of a lot of uh, really big people: Rod Stewart, Muddy Waters, the Bee Gees, Graham Parsons. He plays with like you know wow. a bunch of people. He's kind of like a little mini sought after bassist, bass player. Um, he tries to form. He links up with because Buddy Holly, you know, is dead at this point. But he, you know, Buddy Holly was it was Buddy Holly and the Crickets, and he had the backing band was the yeah. Crickets, mm-hmm. and the Crickets were uh, still alive. And he tried like multiple times to uh, get the band, the Crickets, back together and play with them, and like kind of like bring back that sound and like bring them back out of like obscurity. And, and from what I read, he tried like three times in the 70s, and it just never worked out for whatever reason. And I would have loved to hear that. Because hmm. it is, you know, because I never thought about it, but, you know, when Buddy Holly died, the crickets died with him. Yeah. You know, they never the did the any. music died. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you'll love this. Um uh, after you know he you know he fucks around with Rod Stewart and all those people, he eventually links up with Michael Bloomfield. Mike Bloomfield, Ooh, okay. which you uh, you know a little bit about. I think I got you that that one, yeah. one of his records mm-hmm. for Christmas. So he links up with Mike Bloomfield in 1974, and he starts uh, KGB, uh, this band called KGB, which has got uh, Mike Bloomfield on it, who's obviously we all as we all know the guitarist from the Paul Butterfield band. 
Mm. But Paul Butterfield Blues Band. Yes. Which that's a peacock that I've always wanted to do, but that just might be several episodes. Mm. Like that one I, I I need to do like give it its justice. But the Paul Butterfield Blues Band is mind blowing as Jordan found out one day in my room on a drunken night. Yes. Um uh also the um uh, the drummer in uh, KGB is Carmine Appis, who was also the drummer in Vanilla Fudge. Again, you're seeing a, a reoccurring theme with Rick Gretsch. He's doing a super. He does. He's like in all these like little mini supergroups. Yeah, it's. But I like. I like. Um, I think it's hearing, cool. I like hearing when people of that era are bopping around because to me it's the the affirmation that they were as good as as we're talking about them yes because look at just some of the people whose names that you rattled off right there yeah you're not playing in those circles with one of those people let alone 11 of them right. if you're not like at the top of the game and it's i think it's also uh, important to note that you know in blind faith yeah he was the last missing piece but like you know, in Ginger Baker Air Force and in like KGB, like he was a member of. Like he wasn't like, oh, let's go get Rick again because we know he's good. Yeah, like, exactly. no, he's already he's in. He's already in. Yeah, you know. So, in Carmine Appis too. By the way, I want to remind you of that story. Remember when I told you the story about uh, Led Zeppelin and the manager with the fish. That they bought yeah, and like yes. the groupie and they yes. were doing sexual things with the dead fish and it was getting out of hand. Mm. Carmine Appis was who at that point in time he was in he was the drummer for Vanilla Fudge and Vanilla Fudge was on uh, tour with Led Zeppelin on that tour they were opening for Led Zeppelin and they Car bought the fish and Carmine Appis was the guy that uh, in that story if you remember. That he's the one that leaves. The, he's the he leaves the room. Oh, like so when, he like, was the, the, the when because the, the, the managers are the ones that come in with like the fish, and um, like Carmine Appis is the one that he like immediately really removes himself from the room, and he's the one that's like out in the the uh, the hallway and like smoking a dupe. Yeah, and, and what's his like? Uh, what's his name? Like walks by and he's like, "What's going on there?" And he's like. Cracks toilets, so that that's just a little connection. That that that's love that Carmine Appis was that guy, love that and that that figure in that story. Um, uh, but yeah, KGB didn't. They actually the album was not good, which actually was was little of a, a little bit of a letdown because uh, Bloomfield, Gretsch, and and Appis, you'd think it would be like knockout, but it just. It it's just okay, mm. and I will say that like I, I can't even like try to like talk it up too much. Mm -hmm. But uh, here's uh, downfall, uh, you know, approaching. Mm. Um, he retires in 1977, and he moves back to England, and he becomes a carpet salesman. What? I know it blew my mind. Not too. rock and roll. Blew my mind too. Now, if he was selling like. Neon signs, Persian rugs, oh, 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 rock and oh, oh. roll. Yes, you know if he's selling billiard tables, rock and roll, Carpets. rugs, carpet. It's a Don Bailey of England. Love that riff. But yes, it goes back and he's a carpet salesman. But 
I will. I'm going to end it here, and I think it's going to. I think it's going to. I think I know where you're going here. The I carpets think, did not match the drapes, <laughs> and you're going to see why he was a carpet. Why Mac was a carpet salesman? Because in 1999, he died of liver failure at the age of 44 as a result of serious alcohol addiction. Yeah. So that guy said, "I just want to fucking drink. Let's go back to England and just sell carpets. Have because, a couple points. Yeah." Because I bet he was probably just a motherfucker on the tour. You know what I mean? He's probably, yeah. just, he's probably just... The guy who was, like, sleeping in all the time, was all fucked up. You had to, like, roll him onto the stage. He played a sick set. But right. as soon as he was done, he was hammered again. You're like, you fucking asshole. Yeah. He, he always needs you to stop the bus for, like, chips. But, like, he'd be going around the gas station. But then you'd get the chips. you come back in, and he's already fallen asleep. Or he comes back out, and he never even got chips. And you're like, dude. Yeah. What are you doing in there? He spent 45 minutes arguing with the guy behind the counter about whether Blind Faith was, in <laughs> fact, that good. Right. Yeah. I tried to tell Clapton, man. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. I, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I tried. It's really groovy. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. yeah. So, there's your uh, Peacock and Music this week. Go check him out. Rick Gretsch, man. He's, uh, he's an unsung hero in the business, and uh, he's... He's been connected to a lot of like really groovy, groovy people. So okay, I'm I excited was, about this. A lot yeah. of good connections there to be made. Yeah, excellent. Um, have you seen this? Uh, the bill that got passed. Um, not the "Don't Say Gay" bill because that's just that's just too easy. We're not even going to talk about that. The literacy test that is now mandatory for all Florida high school students. No. Okay. Could be a problem. So it, 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 it's 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 one of the good things that DeSantis has done here. I will say, with he just passed a law. It's not a bill. It's a law where every single. Oh wait, are you talking about like financial literacy? Yes. Okay, I did see this. Sorry about that. Yes. Yeah, I didn't say financial. Yeah, they they passed the law here in Florida where every single high school student that is graduate, every single high school senior that is graduating must pass a financial literacy test to be able to get their diploma from high school. <clears throat> and the financial literacy basically is um, uh, a roundabout way of saying, uh, knowing you, you know how to, your finances, know how much like- <laughs> How to use a fucking credit card, how about that? Exactly. How about right. that? Debt and things yes. like that. Yeah. And he just I, wants you to know what you're signing up for, basically. Right. And I want to just, I want to, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a rare, it's a rare, it's a rare clap for our boy DeSantis. Because uh, usually he's out here going buck wild, you know, signing bills that say you're not allowed to say gay or like you're not allowed to fucking respect. Careful. Respect black people inside of schools, but this one I I like. Gay. Yeah, this one I liked. I and I wish we had that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wonder know, how I do. Um, well, we'd probably do bad because we hadn't up to that point had any, you know, classes on it. I would assume, but it certainly would be smart for people who are now about to probably go into a lot of debt to understand how it works. Right. You know, and yes. I think that's, you know, there's just so much shit going on with, you know, when we were, uh, you know, back in the day when we were in high school, it was basically. I, we did, I, and I'll, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, 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 and I'll let you finish, but I don't think we never had credit cards and stuff, you know, back then. I, I think, I think the kids have credit cards now. I think that's also why. Yeah. Right? I, I they think have Uber, like, they that's can, definitely part of it, but I also think that, like, 
you, you know, it was so emphasized that you either go to college or you're going to be a bum. Yes. So we all had that pressure of needing to go Which to school. Which that's not really now. Is that what you're thinking? Well, I don't think, no. I think there are many more options and, options and ways that you can, and avenues that you can that you can navigate getting to what your end goal is without necessarily going, having to go to college. Yes. Yeah. And I it's agree. more it's more clear cut, I feel like now. I agree. So yeah, for people like us, we went into school and immediately we're having lots of debt. You know, and that's a problem like in the in the I country. I think you're right. I think you hit on it because it's like out of college now, like these kids know that they can go start a business. They can like start a t shirt company or they can be influencers, they can do like, you know, whatever it is. Whereas like they're like much said, more financially. We were like, competent. you gotta go to college if you want to do anything. Yeah, you can either work at Hooters or go to fucking college. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Twin I think Peaks, you're right. preferably, but yeah. Uh, did we have a Twin? I, 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 we did not. I never had a Twin Peaks when I was younger. No, no, oh, that's okay. a more recent thing. About to say, uh, is that okay? No, Hooters for sure when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. So, I still prefer Hooters. I'm, I'm still a Hooters I'm over Twin are you, Peaks. Are you are you a peeker? Yeah, I'm a peaky going, blinder. Yeah, I'm a peaky blinder. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, come on. I'm Hootie and the Blowfish, baby. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think you hit it exactly on the nose. I think you're exactly right. That's why that... Yeah, everything's more like Because maybe there wasn't a need for us. Not that like we're, I'm trying to sound like you know we were smarter than people, but I think that there, the reason why it wasn't when we were around was because there weren't those options like that. Yeah, and I think they... And young people were making money. High school was probably like passing that buck along too. Like you'll figure that out after high school. That's not a high school thing that you should be prepared for. I I remember learning how to balance a checkbook. Right. That was it. That was it. But also too, you know, I think it's also a lot for the students that will not be going to college. I think it's I think it's more beneficial for the student that's graduating from high school that's not going to college to take that test. Uh, Is I that mean, bad to say? No, I think it goes both ways. But then again, I work with people that don't have a degree and they're just at the same level I'm at. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't think it's always necessarily a, a thing where you feel like you have to go. Now, you know, back then I feel like that was the case. The '90s was just like you go to college or you're going to work at a gas station. Yes. That's it. That was I want to. I don't know if we have. I don't know our age group with our listeners. I don't know if we have any high schoolers in there. But I would love, and, and I'm truly, honestly asking this. I would love to know because I don't. It's probably. It's obviously not going to be like this year. Maybe it'll start next year. I don't know when it's going to start. But I would love to get a gander at what that looks like. Or um, any any listeners that who because if it's like, an easy test, then I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? Even a listener that has a child that might be going into senior year, right? That, you know, yeah. in senior year, three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. Hit us up. Maybe we want, maybe we want to talk to Jimmy Junior. Yeah, because is it one of those things where because like I'm you mean I'm sure you remember I don't know if you did but I'm sure you did uh, the uh, the SATs. I mean we had to study for that shit. Yeah. Uh, did you study? Like I remember um, I did. I went to. Tutors. I definitely took like a prep class. I remember I had to take like a like multiple prep classes. I remember going to tutors for specifically. And they're for getting it. rid of that too, aren't they? Yeah. So I wonder if this is like, I want to know how hard it is because if it's like, cause I'm right now, like I'm going, 
you know, for Governor DeSantis. But if the test comes out and it's balancing a checkbook, then I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? Or, now you're just doing it to save face. Or just like you have four dollars and seventy seven cents in your checking account, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you want to buy. Ruben has four dollars and seventy, and he wants to go on the train. <laughs> and you're about to swipe your credit card or your debit card for thirty three dollars for eighteen. 18 packs of Natty Light. Will that work? And the interest on your card is this. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... I'm like, no. That's too easy. Yeah, well, that's... that. That's I agree with you. That That's where my skepticism of him comes in. Because it's like, is it actually going to benefit anyone? Or is this just like a take... That's now going like, to be in front of a headline want, of a newspaper and makes you look good. Like, I want you to answer the question of, you have credit card debt of $6,874 at an interest rate of 2%. In your minimum pay, in your minimum payment is $6,487. How long will it take you to pay off that debt? Like, I, like that's, I want you to answer those questions. Yes. Because those are the reasons how like people get in those financial fucking situations. Because you're sure. like, oh, I'll just pay the minimum payment. But it's like, well, if you do that, it will literally take you 20 years to fucking pay that, that, that $6,000 off yeah. with interest. Yeah, and they'll make 20 Yes. Yeah. While you're yeah. Six. Exactly. And then that's it. And then that's the second question. How much of the? But also, did, did you're, what credit card are you getting? That's at two percent. I knew you were gonna. I I knew as soon as I said two percent, you were gonna. This qualms isn't with, milk, bro. You. I knew at two. I knew as 2%? soon as I said two percent, you were going to have qualms with that number. I knew you would. Well, I do. It's a. I was. It was a hypothetical. That there is no I hypothetical was where that exists. I was daddy hypothetical over okay, here. Okay, dad. I was so. daddy hypotheticals over right. here. I'll go to college. What, what number did you want me in there? Eighteen percent. You wanted eighteen. I don't know. Something more realistic. For you a wanted to really kid. fuck these kids, huh? Yeah. <laughs> No, you're I right want them though. To be fucked like you're I right was though. Fucked. That that number should be inflated just so like when it's they get to the. It's gotta be a teen. You're number right. Minimum. You, it's gotta be inflated because when that when that teen answers that question, they need to know like that's how long it's gonna fucking take. Your your APR is whatever your age is. <laughs> yeah. Boom. What's an APR? Question. Boom. Boom. First question. Boom. Should we do? Let's. Let's write. Do let's, you want to do let's it? Let's write Governor Santos and say I think we got this, dude. Hey. I think we. I think we can do it. Hey, Ron. we'll sprinkle in some crypto in there. We'll speak some some investment stuff. Hey, Ron, we got this. We got this. We got it. We got it. We got we we got them all. All right. You have one dollars and fifty five cents. You you need four duchies for the party tonight. Yes. Alex has seventy five cents. They cost three twenty five. What? How much more money do you need? Boom. There's a question. Then you answer it. Then then you answer it. Follow up question. Uh, How fat are the duchies? Now, Ricky walked into the party and he's selling duchies because he bought a wholesale pack from Costco, $1 each. Exactly. Yes. It's what? just, buy, who, who's getting a better deal? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and now they're drug dealers. Boom. <laughs> the only thing they learned for that final financial literacy test. You don't test. pass that class. Guess what you're going to be? Jimmy Jr. Yes. Selling cigarellos, you on the corner, bro. Yeah, give me that full size though. All right. Um, let's let's close out here. I wanted I wanted to get to the Britney Griner stuff. I guess we can do it really quickly. Show me in for the next 10 years. We're we on day 40. We're on day 40 we today. We have plenty of time. She ain't going nowhere. We're on day 40. We got plenty of time. I don't what is she eating good? No. Uh, what is she? I, I want look when you're in eating? Russian jail, you're not in a jail. That is an American term. You're in a gulag. 
Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I kind of think that she's eating kind of good. No. Like, you think they're treating her like shit? Yes. Over a vape pen? Yes. You have an American in a Russian jail who also happens a to be A big-ass motherfucking American. Who also happens to be a woman of color. I mean, you're checking all the boxes. She was over there working, too. That's, like, the worst part about the story is that, like... Well, that it's fucked up because they get paid more over yeah, there. Yeah, that's, so, that's the worst part of this whole story. Yeah, the, them playing in the WNBA is actually supplementing their yes. actual income, which is them playing overseas. Yeah. Not the other way around like it should be. Pay the woman. Which is... And, and, and also, like, because the whole thing is just so convoluted. It's so crazy... That like did she have the she's getting paid by the Russian her? government, but the Russian government arrested her. It's like you know that she played for this probably you know the famous star team, team, the star team, probably, probably the best team. Yeah, it's like so you probably know her, but we're still throwing her in jail. The war hit. Oh, it's all muddy. It's muddy. It's ugly. So did she get? Did she have the hash oil, or was that thrown in her bag and used as an excuse to keep her as leverage for? the uh the loss the eventual loss to ukraine the yeah yes yes the answer to that question is yes thank you <laughs> the Perfect. answer to that question the short answer to that question is yes okay uh, but, well, that, that's also something we can keep an eye on like yeah. i said i don't think she's going anywhere I've, i you know i've been wanting to talk about it for a while but i just saw today and we're and today we're at day 40 Man, when she gets back here, though, she's Jesus Christ. Though, Easter's coming. Uh, when when she gets back here, Jeremy Shap cannot wait to Bro. write a, for the for the for the thirty for thirty that's going to come out on that is going to be. I'm Jeremy Shap, ESPN. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so uh, I want to. Yeah, just, just a quick five second Britney Griner there. I feel bad, but. I think she's eating good. She's eating much. You, you, she's eating. Eat, or Ian, uh, Jordan thinks she's eating porridge, and yes. I think she's absolutely but, uh, eating biscuits and gravy. But like the gruel is being slopped the down. Gruel is what being, a name. The what gruel, a word. The gruel is being slopped down on her plate. You have been Spielberging all over this episode, the gruel and has been I am here for it. Okay, call me ET. Slapped down on me her, home. Got slapped down on her plate. She go and and the lady in like a and like a, a, <laughs> I can a, a, a Russian like, accent goes. <laughs> it's deconstructed mush. And oh, that's it. boom! Yeah. And then she's like, "Fuck! I want to be home eating an In and Out burger." But the one thing, and this is why I think a lot of us aren't like. Not, I mean, we're we're worried, and we know our thoughts and prayers and whatnot. T's but and I P's, think T's and P's. Yeah, T's and P's. But I think the like the main reason why we're not going like too hard in the paint. See what mm -hmm. I did there? Yeah. Is we know that she's absolutely holding her own in there. Yeah. You could put her in the men's prison. I don't even know how Russian prisons work, but if if but if it's a co uh, what's the word? Um, co uh, co gender co ed. Co -ed. Yeah. If it's co ed, you know she's good. Uh, I'll tell you this: the one hour she gets outside in the fr in frozen Siberia, is she banging like, boards. Oh my God, she is banging bodies in that low post. She is just bot. They might even throw another. She's charge. team red. Yeah, the judge is just gonna come in and be like, "That performance you put on after lunch, you're catching another maybe, body." Yeah, see, because we don't get a lot of information out of Russia, so maybe the story actually is maybe she doesn't want to leave. Maybe she's in there putting that work in. Russian, uh, Russian mob. A uh, jailed Russian mob member killed during pickup basketball game as B Brittany Griner dunked on him. Ugh. There. See you guys next week. See ya. <laughs>